Sometimes I just think, you know, you just got to get into it because... Yeah, you, the show provides the mm-hmm. energy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Once I hear that intro music, I, uh, my uh, blood starts a pumping. Here we go. You're welcome, Trailer Park Podcast. Nathan, worried or excited? I'm excited. Daniel, it's a horror movie. Worried or excited? God damn it, I will kill myself. Worried. Are you worried or excited? An invitation for rigid and spastic penetration. You seem satisfied. Affirmative. The trailer made me emotional. Real lumpy flesh dragger. Raising awareness about masturbation addiction. Don't get it on my territory. I can't stand seeing someone do it worse. Oh my god, here it comes. Here it comes. It's so wet. Oh my god, it's coming. It's an invitation, uh, Daniel, to rigid and spastic penetration. The only kind. Correct. If you do it uh, correctly, as we do things here. Of course, that's strictly missionary, arms at your sides. Spastic, though. Right. Yeah. Don't forget. Like a flopping fish. Yes. Yes, exactly. You're going to want to shake as much as possible from the hips and keep eye contact. And you never break it. Yeah. And you want fluid everywhere. Oh, yeah. Any kind. Doesn't matter. Yeah. Doesn't matter. In fact, bring out the saran wrap and the baby oil and really get into it. Right. This was Sesame Street. Today's word is moist. (laughs) (laughs) Welcome, everyone, to uh, Trailer Park Podcast, episode 81. Uh, with us tonight, we do have we do have my cousin Daniel. Daniel, welcome. Eighty one. Eighty one. Jesus. Yeah, it is. Uh, like, wait a minute. Is that like an eighty one Jesus? Like, ah, oh, look at all we've accomplished. Look at how far we've come. Eighty one Jesus. Or is that like an eighty one Jesus Christ? I, I can't believe this. how many different times <laughs> we have talked about bodily fluids. <laughs> That's but true. always in relation to top-notch, elitist movie critiques. <laughs> Amanda? Yes. Welcome. Thank you. Chelsea? Hi. <laughs> Welcome. I think everyone should go back and listen to episode one of Trailer Park Podcast, the four-hour epic, to really see how far we've come. The <laughs> four-hour? Is that really? Was it just raw? <laughs> it's just long. It was long? Yeah. Are you saying that... Um, the editing skill has improved. Well, I don't know who the producer is, but that over the course of eighty episodes, we have reached brand new heights. That the production of this show is now bar none, and that once again mm-hmm. we have before us what could be the greatest lineup that we have ever experienced. You know, I knew that. I knew when I woke up this morning. I knew that this was going to be the best lineup that we've ever had. <laughs> How about how about um, Amanda and Chelsea? How do you feel? Does does the um, does the lineup tonight feel pregnant with potential? Mm, I'm worried. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Mm. Well, I guess we should say hi to the intern. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> Thanks. Thanks, intern. <laughs> yeah, that's and good. A contribution from him. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, a uh, few uh, one one uh, one item of business tonight. Um, uh, the producers of Sad Sack Studios have come down and said that um, uh, it's not fair for Americans uh, to be handed the um, the length of movies um, in metric. So <laughs> because well because you've spurned um, the metric system, so we're going to be giving you everything in fractions. 
So you can expect things like one hour and five sixths, you know, just so that you feel more comfortable. But time? Time is the same everywhere. No, no, it's bullshit. Are you trying to no. tell me the Canadians don't have minutes? Fuck, fuck that. We're, we are upset in the North and we want to give you fractions because um, if you're willing to... No, I know what this is. ...estimate things on your road signs, then you can estimate time as well. Yeah, your road signs are fucked up. Yeah, if you want to say, no, we're not going to do this, even though you were going to do a metric conversion and then you decided to opt out like pussies. Opted out. Yeah. There's only one real way to measure things. That's it's, the problem. You know what's, what's crazy <laughs> is that I don't, I don't really know, like, by feel, how far a mile is anyway. They could change it to anything they want. I still wouldn't know how far shit is. <laughs> That's <laughs> absolute nonsense. It's 1.6 kilometers. feet. <laughs> Which feels like what? One mile. No. it's One, one mile is 1.6 kilometers or 1,000 meters. Four times around a track. Or 1,600 meters. Right, it makes more sense in your spiteful uh, maneuver here to be like the length of the film reel you know so like oh this movie is why are you this ruining movie? this for us <laughs> movies 800 Spite. meters spiteful maneuver no so just i just ask anyone out there like when when you count meters do you stop at 1600 and say well that's one no you don't do that what's a meter oh oh what's a meter she says you know that stick in the classroom it's called a meter stick i'm sure you guys call it a yard a yard like stick, stick. And the meter stick was the weird one that was like sl- like slightly longer. Oh, there are two different sticks. Oh, so you're saying that you're saying that our stick is bigger than your stick. This is what I'm saying, and I'm a smart person. American education is in the shitter. <laughs> <laughs> all I all I heard was our stick is bigger than your stick. Yeah, because <laughs> meter is like 39 inches, and the yard is 36. Yeah, hmm. I see. Hmm. That makes sense. Uh, Daniel, do you have a sexual position for us for episode 81? Yeah, for 81, absolutely. This is, 81 is forceful oral. Uh, the maneuver, of course, you're going to want to place your forearms strongly across the person's uh, abdomen, chest region. Uh, they can be standing or laying down. You're going to want to take their genitals into your other hand. And through some sort of magic, um, 81, get in there. Get it done. Through some sort of magic? Rape someone with your mouth. Are we talking about, so you're, you're talking about a forced gag blowjob? Yeah. This is the gag so porn? The, the, the person performing the oral sex is the rapist. Oh. Yes. Oh, like forcing it down their throat, like one of those, like, you know, mm. mascara crying, like draining down their cheeks. No. no, no you are performing oral sex on them. Right. Forceful. Against their will. Right. Against. You have, you have the ruddy mascara. Oh, my. But you're also <laughs> angry and dominant about it. Jesus. You're, like, looking up, just pissed off. Yeah, because otherwise there's teeth, there's all kinds of variables that you don't want to account oh for. Oh my goodness. Right, and you're basically chewing on it like a hot bite of food. Yeah, I am. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, well, time for some true facts. <laughs> I love true facts. <laughs> I love facts. <laughs> I, lo- I love true facts. You guys love facts. Back me. I love facts. I only want true facts. <laughs> I love fuckers. Oh, fuck. You two fuck faces need to give me some fucking facts now. <laughs> In turn, give me some fucks. Fact blast me. Fuck me. <laughs> We're gonna fact you all over your face. <laughs> blast you with facts. Uh, In turn, when you made that song, how, how did you feel exactly? Oh, I, I would have uh, a, a marginal erection. <laughs> <laughs> I, I notice now, uh, for the first time, actually, that Daniel's really focused on the fact 
blasting <laughs> in that clip. He's like, fact blast me. Yeah. Intern, blast me with facts. He's really stuck on the blasting of facts. Super, super soak me with facts. <laughs> so I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna blast you with some facts. Uh did you know that Texas law makes it illegal for a woman to own more than six sex toys? Yeah. Stop being a whore. <laughs> How did Texas. they arise at that number? Six. Now is that is that like a Texas lawmaker coming home and like unearthing his his wife's cash? Yes, and then probably going to work the next day on like some local county city council and there's a bill going around that passes some sort of important water conservation thing and that spiteful bastard at the end is like, I'll sign it, but I think that a woman shouldn't have more than six sex toys. Like, do with the water bill. He's like, no, I I think it should go in there. And they're like, fuck, whatever. But like the the trauma of like the woman who who buys her seventh and like realizes that she is going to go to jail and she's telling her husband, we have to put it in your name. We have to put it in your name. (laughs) The seventh (laughs) sex toy. Who's is this seventh sex toy? (laughs) It's my husband's. What? And I'm I'm really sorry. Show me. Jim, (laughs) what? Oh, my God. Yeah, and then you have to prove it. You're gonna it it's have yours. to use it, yeah, so then, on yourself. So like a red, in the butt. Yeah, so like a red and stimpy close up of a cop with like a, one of those plastic gloves, but it's latex glove, but it's not put on all the way, so the fingertips are dangly. Ew. Put it in like KY sloppily over a used sex toy. Oh. All right, just, all right. And then camera at the tip of the sex toy making its way towards your anus. What is it about limp latex gloves that is so revolting? <laughs> It's an 82. We find out next week. (laughs) (laughs) A preview. (laughs) All right. Um, Okay. The medical name for a butt crack is intergluteal cleft. Mm. Intergluteal cleft. Everybody? Well, if you didn't know that already, then what are you even doing? Intergluteal cleft. (laughs) (laughs) Cleft. Don't say it so softly. Is there a double cleft condition in the intergluteal arena? Oh. You know, like they like the three-titted chick from Total Recall, but instead you have three cheeks because you got two cracks. Does that I, mean you have three butts or two butts? You're, you're talking about a double gluteal cleft? You could have. Exactly. Yeah. Multi-gluteal cleft? Or what if that cleft, the second cleft is horizontal? Where's the butthole? At the center of the target. Yeah, like if, if you have mm. multiple... No, what what what, what Amanda's saying? Clefts. Yeah, what Amanda's saying is that if you have multi gluteal clefts, then that would mean that there could be multiple buttholes. And if there is, Where when do you stick when it? you when you do a two or when you drop a deuce, does it kind of just equally separate? Mm, like probably you, a little sloppy, like throwing a, mm. a soft hot dog at the corner of a wall. Okay, what's a soft hot dog? <laughs> I'm I'm gonna say an unthawed. Hot dog. I don't get it. No, this no. is because it, it's going to break like apart and go one on each side so of the wall, but like unevenly. Are... Yeah, he's, oh, okay. he's 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 thinking like a meat grinding machine that just like pushes meat towards an intersection and then it no, you know, eventually breaks under the pressure and you know maybe one butthole gets is this... three quarters and another butthole gets one is... quarter. This is pertinent information. We're going to have to get the intern to go out, mm. do a case study. Mm-hmm. I'm glad you're on board. And then does the butthole that's doing most of the work start to resent the other butthole? 
I love that we're still in the true fact section. <laughs> I, this one, I feel like this one's important. We got, we're really hashing this one out. What's crazy though is that it's possible that this exists. Absolutely. <laughs> we're making light of it. Yeah. Um, uh, how about this? Okay, the mayor of the Alaskan town, Talkeetna, Talkeetna is called Stubbs and has been mayor of the town since July of 1997. And Stubbs is a cat. Some towns don't need no mayor. That's true. The mayor of Talkeetna, Alaska, is Stubbs the cat. <laughs> it's so awesome. And it's been that way for 20 years. Isn't this just a metaphor, mm. though, for what is real? So there are a bunch of pussies up there, or what are we talking about? I mean, it's all a shit show is what I'm saying. We're saying politics is for pussies. For pussies. We're out doing real work. We don't need anyone to govern us. Alaska. Fist pump. You know, eat Russia right. from your house. Right. Is it is it a town of like five people and it's a joke or is it an actual functioning town and there's a mayor's office and there's a cat? And does he have a suit? And is that cat about to die? Because cats don't live that long. And was he yeah, elected? When, did he, when was he elected? <laughs> he was so did, they, did they replace him and rename the second cat as Stubbs? <gasps> there's questions. That's betrayal. There's questions. Uh, that, that's a conspiracy. That's but is Steve. there... <laughs> <laughs> if he's been in office since that's, he was like one, like one years old or since he was a kitten, yeah, I, I think that'll work. Cats live a long time, like what, 20 Yeah, years? but he's about done. Is what, yeah. you know. <laughs> yes. What we're saying is that his term is over. If there is no conspiracy, the term is coming to a conclusion. It is. And True Facts is about to do that as well with one more little tidbit, guys. A duel between three people is actually a truel. So tonight, we are performing a quadruple. There's five of us. Right. So a, a quint a quintule. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. Hey. If he would have shot her in the head, it would this could have been great. Yeah. Totally. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, we agree with you, intern. <laughs> quintule. Yeah, quintrule. <laughs> um yeah. <laughs> so onward. Onward, folks. Onward. Uh, let's let's do a little bit of uh, fist piping, a little grab tubing, little little grab bag. I see something coming down the uh, down the tube. Are you guys ready? Is it down the center cleft. Yeah, mm. it's it's coming down the intergluteal cleft, mm-hmm. and it's going to uh, push out into our area here. Yeah, I'm thinking on back. What? Oh, I know about this already. What what is this about? This is about the TV show, the the Continental. That's correct. There is a ding, TV ding, 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 ding. show. There's yeah, a TV the show. Yeah. Well, well done, Amanda. Yes, this is about the Continental TV show. TV show based on the hotel of Hitmen, where they're not allowed to attack each other inside of the Continental. And yeah, so it's gonna be like a Hitmen TV show. With revolving around the Continental and how it works, and I think Keanu Reeves is going to give it a little bit of a, a little bit of a leg up. Probably show up in the in the pilot episode, give it a little push. I'm down. Cool. I'm super excited. It hasn't found a place to land yet officially, but I think what I read was something like, oh, it may end up on FX or AMC or or something um, of that nature. I'm obviously on every like fanfic listserv associated with John Wick, so. That's why I knew about it. Um, I'm cool that ending up on on FX or AMC, either one of those channels is going to make it like really violent. Mm-hmm. And they can't have nudity, but that's right. Fine. Yeah, I don't think there's any in John Wick anyway. Is there? Maybe uh, some like I don't. I, I don't think that that's vital to its Violence. success. Right. 
It's it's about the violence. <laughs> no. Yeah. And I think they'll understand the potential involved. And the fact that Keanu Reeves is willing to give it a push means that this could be, you know, multiple seasons. And we know how AMC feels about that. You know, they'll release half of the season in January and half of the season in October and, and do a marathon before every goddamn time they start up again. <laughs> right. Other yeah, they fuckers. are... They are dicks. Yeah, they're dicks. Oh, we got another thing coming down the uh, down the cleft. Here it comes. What is this? Oh my god! Just a bit outside. He tried the corner and missed. So I don't know if you guys are aware, but there was a um, there was a pitcher back in the day, and he's actually quite a famous pitcher. Wild thing. <laughs> <laughs> Wild thing. Da, 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 da. You make my heart. You walk everything. Uh, no, this this guy's name is Doc Ellis. Have you ever heard of Doc Ellis, Daniel? Nope. This guy is renowned for being a drug addict baseball pitcher. <laughs> okay. And what is special about him is that he threw a no-hitter. And I don't know. Does anyone here know what a no-hitter is? Yes. Oh, on acid, right? Yeah, he threw a, yeah, he threw a, a no-hitter on LSD. Yeah, see, I know my hallucinogen. Yeah, he got high <laughs> on acid and threw a fucking no-hitter. So he's up there on the on the mound flying on hallucinogenics and managed to no-hit over nine innings. That's crazy. Anyway, they're going to make a movie about him. Sweet. Yeah. Who's going to be him? Uh, Ice Cube's son. Oh, yeah. okay. I'm down for that. He's a pretty good actor. What's Ice Cube's son's name? Um, the Ice Cube? Larry Cube. Little Cube. <laughs> Crushed ice. No, <laughs> melted cube. Uh, let's <laughs> see here. Oh, uh, nobody knows. Name? Why is this article so difficult to find his name? Like oh. That we don't recognize because we don't actually oh. know Ice Cube's name. It's like yeah. Roger uh, Cormick. O'Shea, O'Shea Jackson Jr. Oh, I knew that. Yeah. I did know that. Oh, it's so. in the fucking title. Yeah, I don't want to talk about the headline. Mm. Okay. All right. And our last item coming down the cleft. Prepare to make the jump to light speed. <laughs> Oh. Oh. Oh, do we want to talk about this? Uh, the article here says Han's director is now solo. Mm, God damn it. <laughs> yeah, what happened? He like Okay, quit so no, Lawrence third? Lawrence Lawrence Kasdan, the writer of Empire Strikes Back and Return of the Jedi. That's why you watched it today. Had creative differences with uh, those jackasses from the Lego movie that for some reason were given the job of making the Han Solo spin-off movie. Uh, they were fired because of these creative differences, and they have now hired Ron fucking Howard to complete and film the Han Solo movie. I feel much better that those jackasses from the Lego movie are out, and Ron Howard, legendary director, coming to hang out with Lawrence Kasdan and the Star Wars team. Now I can genuinely be excited about the movie now that we've shed that shit. I know. I've been so extremely excited about the last five or six Ron Howard movies. What are they? That's his point. Um, that's fine. I understand. Isn't it like... It's been rocky. That, <laughs> that racer movie. It just means that it's somebody that's, you know, going to be able to that's operate up. with Kazdan better. And, you know, <laughs> they're not going to make any stupid one-line jokes here and there and let them ad-lib their faces off. It's going to be better. It's going to well, be maybe. better. Better product. Seriously, who's Ron Howard? Ron Howard's the director of Apollo 13. Oh, okay. And okay. Backdraft. Don't know that. And cocoon. No nope. cocoon. Co- Amanda. I've never seen it. I know what it is. Oh, I'm just never seen it. Cocoon is like beautiful mind. So heartwarming. 
Fuck Beautiful Mind. That movie's long. Beautiful Mind won Best Picture. Yeah, it's shitty. Doesn't mean it's good. <laughs> Jennifer Connelly's best part. All right. <clears throat> she does this cry and everything all the time. That's all they give her. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So uh, the the what is it? The CEO of Sad Sack Studios has weighed in and said that. Um, Who's the know, CEO? Moving for well, she she likes to hide Great. in the shadows. Ah, uh-huh, that's nice. Um, she's kind of given some feedback that uh, you know it's either grab bag or Q and A, not both. So no Q and A tonight. Mm-hmm. We're gonna go into the lineup. When was the last time we didn't have a Q and A? I don't remember. It's been a long time. But maybe next time there will be a Q and A and no grab bag. I don't know. We'll do what we feel hey, like doing. The C suite dictates, you know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I. So I just needed you guys to know, like, do you want to get jacked up here? Should I, should I get us jacked up for the, for the lineup tonight? Should I do the battle cry? Oh. <laughs> okay, I should have That's it. I'm good. <laughs> okay, here comes your battle cry for everyone to get jacked up for the lineup tonight. When you punch in the vagina. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Trailer number one tonight, Daniel. Baby Driver. Baby Driver. Here we go. Shop. Let's talk it. The target is an armored truck. The perimeter trust. 10 a.m. sharp. Bank is right next to Switch card, baby. Hit the long state parking structure. Start in the a.m. Questions. I got a question, Doc. Why would I believe phones over here hear the goddamn word you said? He ain't even listening. Baby. The target is an armored truck at Perimeter Trust in Dunwoody, 10 a.m. sharp. The switch car is ready, but you want me to hit the long stay parking structure and get a high vehicle that stays colder longer? It needs to be ready for an 8.30 start. Questions? You've been my driver for every job since we met. You're the best in the business. behind the wheel again. One more job and I'm done. One more job and we're straight. Hey, baby. Why is he listening to music all the time? He had an accident when he was a kid. He's got mental problems? I'm the one got the mental problems in the crew. Position take. What is your name? Baby. Your name's Baby. B-A-B-Y, Baby. <laughs> in this business. The moment you catch feelings. The moment you catch a bullet. You are my lucky charm, and I'm not doing this job without you. You're a waitress girlfriend. She's cute. Let's keep it that way. I have to drop again. It's not what I want. And what do you want? To get out of here. You win. I'm in, baby. Twenty-four hours and being descended upon by this entire city. Have you been talking about us? Supposed to squirrel on the road, not to the cops. We're getting out. I have to end this. What's happening, baby? Woo! Get some 
rocket shit right there. Nathan, worried or excited? So we have to put a few things on the table. We have to talk about Edgar Wright's mission to make this movie. For 20 years, he's been thinking about this this sucker. And a lot of this movie is apparently lined up directly with the music. 100% of the movie. It seems to align with... The kid always listening to, I guess, his own life soundtrack. Is that exactly, what yeah. A lot of these uh, chase car chase scenes are going to be choreographed with beats and moments in the music that are going to make it fucking badass. Someone told me that they actually filmed the movie with the music playing in the background, like when they acted it out. It wasn't cut after. Well, I think they had to. Yeah, I read an, an interview with him, and, and yeah, it's um, it's lined up so that all of the... Moments in the music are accentuated by moments in the action. And the last 30 seconds of that trailer are fucking awesome. Yeah, it's it's all very cool. He also went and did interviews with actual like bank heist criminals at in <laughs> in in prisons and like used their anecdotes in the characters in the movie. So Really? Yeah, he went balls to the walls with this thing and I'm I'm actually genuinely more excited about this movie this summer than any other movie this summer at currently. I'm really, yeah. really jacked about this movie. Everything else that's coming out is like a rehash of something or it's been done or it's a Marvel movie or a DC, whatever. Well, actually, I don't know when any of those come out. But it feels like for a long time, it's just been like shit. And this, I thought it was just going to be an indie movie, but they're playing this trailer all over the place. Like this is going to be a big deal. Yeah, it looks like it's got more budget and more energy to it than an indie movie. Yeah, well, I mean, Edgar Wright, I mean, everybody's a fan of, um, you know, Shaun of the Dead and Hot Fuzz and World's End, right? Like, I That's guess the guy? Yeah, there's some, yeah, that's the director. There's some people that'll probably fall one way or the other on Scott Pilgrim, and there's probably, you know. They're all unique, though. Yeah, Ed, Scott Edgar. Scott Pilgrim, Edgar, Edgar Wright as well? Yeah, Edgar Wright made that. I think that's his biggest budget movie to date was Scott Pilgrim, and it was also considered to be a box office failure, but it was also... But a cult. But yeah. a cult. Like, yeah. Yeah. No, it, yeah. Moon, yeah. Yeah. Unique will stand the test of time because people will like that subject matter. It won't, it won't disappear. So, yeah. That's oh, the, Pilgrim's awesome. Yeah. yeah. That's the Fault in Our, Star, Our Stars guy. Augustus. Ansel, Ansel Elgort is the Fault in Our Stars guy. Yeah. Wasn't he up for the Han Solo? Everybody was. Every- <laughs> Everyone between the age of 18 and 28. Right. (laughs) White, male, short brown hair. We did that. We did that segment. We did the Han Solo casting segment on here on Trailer Park Podcast. Oh, and who did you cast? Uh, Each of us casted someone different. And who was right? I don't think that anyone was right. I'd have to go back and listen. Why are you putting me on the spot like this? Well, you're the producer, so you should know. I don't. I didn't come prepared with that. I didn't know we were going to go answer. Do you know? This little light of mine. I'm going to let it shine. Let it shine. Let it shine. Let it shine. Okay, that's enough. Yes, that no. means he doesn't know either. Yeah, he doesn't <laughs> know. <laughs> uh, that was... Maybe he can tell us what he thinks of Baby Driver. Uh, let me just say, mm. I'm so excited. It comes in so soft and it makes me feel so smooth. Okay, all right. Couldn't have said it better myself. Thank you. 
classic excited for intern. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Chelsea, you kind of already took the ball and started running. Are you excited? I wanted to be part of the conversation. I didn't want you to just like lay out all the facts. Oh. I wanted to be a excited. Part of the process. This is very exciting. Well, yeah, it's a headliner of There's the greatest lineup that we've ever had. That's hey, it makes sense, but it's got to be all downhill from here, right? We'll see. The last slip of the slippery slope. We'll see. Amanda? Wait, did Chelsea say what she is? No, I didn't. She said she... Yeah. You said excited. You said I'm excited while you were speaking. I don't know if you were specifically saying you were excited. I had something else to say, but then you interrupted me and now I can't remember. Man interrupted you. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you, Daniel. You know, Amanda, why don't you take this? I've been totally derailed. (laughs) Um, So... The director, Edgar Wright, uh, I guess he's much beloved by the Alamo Draft House because he's been doing this like countdown of the top five car chases, in his opinion, of course. Is Bullet on, on, Bullet's got to be on there. Bullet is on there. Uh, Mad Max, obviously, is on there. Ooh, Ooh that so. stings. We'll probably just get silence from the intern on that one. Mm-hmm. Um, what was one of the other ones? Oh, Blues Traveler. Blues um, Traveler. Yeah. Blues Brothers. Blue, that's it. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Not the yeah. band. Not the band. Blues Traveler. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Blues Brothers. And uh, I can't remember the fourth one. But anyway. Ronan? Is um, Ronan I've been, I've been getting pretty jacked um, by him and by the movie and the great cast. Although I will say that I have a hard time with Jamie Foxx simply because I'm so used to his character in Horrible Bosses now that in this movie I'm like, he's kind of playing a similar yeah. thing, but like seriously instead of as a joke. So that's that's throwing uh, me off, but I'm excited and I, I look forward to seeing this. I got I love that line in the trailer when you, when, what did he say? When you Something fall in up. love? Yeah. That's, that's when, when you, you catch that, a bullet or that's something? That's when you catch a bullet. But he says, that's <laughs> when you catch a bullet. When you catch feelings. When you catch feelings. That's when you catch know. a bullet. Sure. You're doing a terrible No, I did a, I did a perfect interpretation. No, that's Hey, he's left it, he's left Electro behind. Is Jamie Foxx yeah. there? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> what? Is he in Canada right now? Oh, I see what you Oh, oh, oh. I don't get it. Oh. He's saying, he's saying that his, I, your impression is so good. So good. Yeah. I can't wait until the All producers right. clip that and right. play it over and over. <laughs> Yeah, thank you. That's great, asshole. Okay. <laughs> Why don't you tell us how you feel about Baby Driver, uh, Num Nuts? And don't shit on it. Yeah, don't be a dick. <laughs> wow, I was so ready to just jump on board that train and be excited. Now I feel like there's something to be concerned about. Mm. Try to find it. Yeah, well, I don't appreciate the assumption. But yes, it's Edgar Wright. I like Edgar Wright movies. And this looks fun. I like the idea that it'll be coordinated to music. Uh, their little, what sort of Edgar Wright's take on Fast and the Furious family team uh, looks entertaining enough. I'm down. I'm excited. I think you guys covered most of the rest of it. Who the hell is this girl? She's so cute. And her name's Darling. The fuck? Her name, her real life name is Eliza Gonzalez. She is adorable. Yeah, she seems fairly new on the scene here. She's going to be an Alita ba- battle angel. Wait, so in the movie, his name is Baby and her name is Darling? Yeah. Oh, it's so awesome. Why is it cool? I don't uh, understand. It should be so lame. Reminiscent of true romance. It's a bit. Bung, 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 Something bung, about bung, it seems bung, vintage. Bung, Something about it seems bung, bung, bung. not it. cheesy. I get it. Yeah. Bung, 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 I don't know what it is, but it... There's another trailer, too, and the whole trailer is 
cued to music and it's really fucking cool it's got cool persuasion all over the place it almost made it to the lineup but i thought this one kind of told you more about the movie yeah but the other one was way cooler okay well thanks for your input this isn't the greatest lineup the best trailer right that's all i'm saying this is the penultimate is the c-suite should kind of swoop in maybe and have a talking wow producer okay i'm upset we don't need to know about plots we need to know about what's the best trailer faded shadow (laughs) trailer number two tonight it wasn't buzzed Mm -hmm. Trailer number two tonight stars Will Ferrell and Amy Puller, and it is called The House. The House. Here we go. We're going to make crazy money. I don't know why I love this so much. In the house. Alex going to college. You guys must be pretty psyched, right? Gotten so used to being us three. What's it going to be like? It's just us. Well. <laughs> Hold on here. <laughs> Empty nest. This nest is going to be filled with our loving. It's going to be a regular fuck fest. Right oh, here. yeah. Get your, get your passport ready. Because we're, we're going to be going to fuck down. When I became a dad, I made a choice to support my daughter's dreams. You don't have enough money. It says right here we have $401,000. Nope. Uh, that says you have a 401k account. You guys need money. I know how to get it. Let's start an underground casino. I don't like this. Check this out. Look at Alex. Here she is. She's gone to college. If she doesn't, go boom. She's a homeless prostitute on the streets selling her tiny body for money. You want to make money like Vegas? You got to look like Vegas. We've got a nail salon, massages. You're never going to believe what's in this next room. Is it a strip club? Hey, hey. We're going to make crazy money. Hey, we got to invite everybody. Hey, hey. There's something going on in this town. Your mother and I will be working late. I just can't help but feel like you're lying. You've been coming home late every night smelling like smoke and booze. Honey? Yeah, I'm just gonna light out. Check some emails. I'm in the house. You guys have to shut down this casino. Guys, we've got a problem. He's cheating. You gotta send a message like De Niro and Casino. You think you can cheat us? I got lucky. Your luck just ran out, man. Because me and my friends about to fuck you up. What are you guys gonna do about it anyway? You're a bunch of soccer moms. Maybe we'll cut your dick off. Oh, shit. This shit just got real. Oh, I'm so scared. (laughs) I'm going to do this. No, I'm going to do this. Don't play around with come on. Oh, God. Oh, God. Tell your friends if they mess with us, this is what they're gonna get. I'm in the house. Amanda, where are you excited? Ding, ding, ding. <laughs> um, this movie has a handful of things that I love. One, Jason Manzukis. Oh, the Zooks. Two, Will Ferrell and Amy Poehler. I just generally, I can't imagine acting with Will Ferrell. 
just on a regular basis. <laughs> just because there would be endless blooper reels of you Yes, endless, <laughs> because I can't hold it together. Even though sometimes he's not that funny, he's still funny just because of the way he is. Also, uh, just gambling and casinos in general. So I'm on board for every part of this movie, even though in my, like, tiniest part of my brain, I know that it's not going to be very good. I know that it's probably... <sighs> going to be forgettable and disappointing i don't care i'm all in excited <laughs> all in excited <laughs> uh yeah i mean that, there's times when will ferrell can be tough to take and there are times when will ferrell is brilliant uh amy poehler probably a little bit the same i mm-hmm. uh, love jason manzoukas glad to see him in a more prominent role usually he's like the friend's friend or the weird guy that gets two sentences and i fucking love him so that part's awesome and yeah running an underground casino in your suburban house sure why not I'm, I think we all know that this movie is susceptible to all the things that all comedies of this ilk are susceptible to, which is that it could just be a big blowout of nothing with two or three funny moments. But I will go excited. Nathan? Well, I've had a strange journey. I mean, I don't, I don't have the affection that you guys have for Mansukas, although he is quite amusing. Um, will Ferrell? I always seem to get, yeah, I, I totally pick up what Amanda's saying. He's not always on, but yeah, if if you spend time around him, I'm pretty sure you'd lose your mind most of the time because he is kind of just silly being himself. And Polar, I used to never really care about, but then I fell in love with Parks and Rec, and now I just now she's the one that stands out as like, yes, Amy Polar's in it. Yeah. She's the one that's going to hold this movie together. Yeah. If it can be. Yeah, I get all together. crazy. And then I just I took a brief look at the director's history, and he wrote The Neighbors. That seems <sighs> like this movie. Like, it seems... Yeah. It's got kind of that vibe. Yeah. Yeah. And so I get it. I understand. I, I want to be a part of this energy right now. I don't want to be a fuddy-duddy. I don't want to say I'm worried just because, you know, it's probably not going to be that great. Do you want to throw it over to the intern? I want to, to... I want to, I want to join in this energy, and I want to say I'm going to give it a chance. I'm going to give it a chance. I'm going to hope for the best possible outcome excited. All right. And then we'll see what the intern has to say. Well, I think we all know. Uh, let me just say, I'm, uh, I'm pretty excited. And, uh, what? and come, we'll be everywhere. Yeah, of course. <laughs> of course. What? Right. Unexpected. Uh, come, we'll be everywhere. Doesn't he usually say, like, all the funny parts are in the trailer? Uh, this well, movie should be 10 minutes long. I'm but worried. in this case, he, like, imagine him mm. jerking off. Yeah. But equate it to like one of those slow motion scenes in a movie like this where they're like popping a champagne bottle and it's just like spewing yes. in slow motion as they're all dancing. Then imagine intern jerking off that scene back and forth, quicker, back and forth, quicker, quicker, quicker until. I think what, all, yes. And what also happened here, Chelsea, is that um, all the talk about double gluteal and multi gluteal clefts has uh, made him very introspective. Mm-hmm. And he's kind of, he's kind of, quieted down a little bit he's he's not as talkative tonight yeah intern did we appropriately summarize your assessment of this movie mm-hmm. okay good i'm glad uh well i'm gonna crash this party if this mo- if this trailer was like the first 10 second like mini trailer before the trailer that they're doing now <laughs> i would be excited <laughs> he looks great in those shades and she looks great with that i know thrower. doesn't she it gets and the music they chose bam, makes you want to just bam, buy bam, in bam, bam. But then... I'm in the house. Yeah, it's great. It's great. But then it goes into the real trailer, and you realize this movie is barely holding its plot together. You're like, you're like, oh, look, all this happiness that I can engage 
or, or I could be full of sadness and despair. I could. I mean, I love Amy Poehler. Did anyone see Jeremy Renner in this movie? Because he's the second billing on IMDb. Oh, that's just that's just Star Meter. Oh, Star Meter. Oh, but he's in this movie. Yeah, I mean the plot's pretty thin because they have this like gigantor house, but have zero dollars. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. And then they're hosting like hundreds of casino guests every day. Where yeah, the one parking? It's a good call. Where's everybody parking? <laughs> parking. Well, you have to give them booze, and it's like, suburbia, right? Maybe the mansion comes later. Maybe they, uh, maybe they, maybe they start it? in a bullshit house and they get. Maybe it's their friends. They get rolling. And then they uh, they Zemeikis. start getting carried away. Is yeah. what's his name? Mansukis. Mansukis. So you're excited then, Chelsea? No, I'm worried. Oh. <laughs> I'm worried about this movie. She's the only one that's going to get points on this. I'm but... sorry, you guys. <laughs> um, <laughs> sorry. All right. All right. Yeah, we're just we're just clouded by our love of some of the people in it. Yeah. Well, where has has Farrell and Polar? Have they been? Husband and wife couple in a movie before. I think so, and that's why I'm, I I want to see that pairing because it may work or it may not work. I, th- oh, I think it, I think it could work because he seems to be doing like more of an old school role, you know, yeah. like kind of tamed down. Will Ferrell, not a screaming right. And actually, when they're in that container store, yeah, and, <laughs> and the shopping cart. I don't know why I think this is so funny because it it says contain yourself, and they're. Like, and she's like, oh, look at this. <laughs> <laughs> but the finger thing, the casino thing is too much. No? The blood. No, no that's that's when Daniel was getting into it. Why the hell what did the was the guy sitting on the chair with only his middle finger extended? It makes no Why sense. would Will Ferrell stand there with his mouth open and have blood spew all over yeah. him? There's no good answers. I mean, even if you're pussies, like I feel like everyone is able to like punch someone in the gut, like if yeah. they've wronged you, right? Like you know, you can make him uncomfortable the, without. Yeah, that's the, the message, though. You have to. You have to. They were right to want to cut his genitals off. Yeah, they jumped right to off. that. <laughs> uh, babe, this is going to be like office party where we're, we're the only ones that like it. Nobody else does. <laughs> yeah, I, think I hope so. so. I hope so. <laughs> All right. Well, that brings us to the fulcrum for this evening, and there's um, there's a bit of a backstory here. Um, there's a conversation that took place recently between Daniel and myself about the possibility of installing a fulcrum that was not necessarily from the horror genre, but was horrifying in nature. Uh, Daniel, did you agree to this? Daniel said that I he... I agreed to the debate. Oh. Yeah, yeah. No, he said there may be a punishment associated to the act of doing this. So I have, uh, I mean... We we here at Sad Sack and Trailer Park Podcast have chosen to explore this area, and uh, we're going to do a fulcrum tonight that is considered to be horrifying and not necessarily from the horror genre, opening ourselves up to um, a possible punishment of some kind, and we'll see what happens. Uh, yeah. Daniel, your fulcrum tonight is the Emoji Movie. <laughs> The Emoji Movie. (laughs) Here we go. 
to reply to Addy's text. What should I do? Be chill. What? Send her an emoji. <gasps> okay, be cool. Welcome to the secret world inside your phone. Where emojis like me work and live. Here, each of us does one thing, and we have to nail it every time. Incoming text! We are go for meh. <gasps> Who, me? <gasps> What's he doing? He's making the wrong face! What is that? I've got to get this phone fixed. This has never happened before. And now Alex has made an appointment to wipe out his phone. If Alex deletes the phone, our whole world gets wiped out. I'm not going to run away from this. I made a mistake, but I'm going to fix it. I think we can make things right. We just have to go to a place where no emoji has gone before. The cloud? I know a shortcut through some apps. But no one's ever left our city, and they'll send bots after us. What is this place? The greatest place ever. Oh, oh. Candy Crush. I've never eaten another piece of candy again. High five, don't do it. Don't you do it, it's already been in there once. We've got to distract the bot. I've got an idea. Oh, snap. We're running out of time before the phone gets wiped. We need to guess the master password. Access denied. This might take a while. Wait, what? Access denied. I'm a fireball. Justin! We're going to have to dance our way out. Everybody can dance. See? Uh... All right, Daniel, are you uh, worried or excited about the Emoji movie? <laughs> I feel like there's been an immediate abuse <laughs> of this concept. God damn it, Nathan. And my understanding of, hey, Daniel, what would you think to maybe a movie that's like, basically a horror movie but you know probably slips into other genres uh, <laughs> this is horrifying daniel yeah but i was thinking like if you had like a drama where they had to deal with the fact that it's like it was a drama about two parents dealing with the fact that their son was like a serial killer or some shit or something like you know like you can make, you can make an argument that uh we need to talk about kevin is not necessarily a horror movie as much as it is a drama about being the mother of a Hey, you're okay. you know, we're, we're not we're not here to have we're going into. We're not here to have a productive argument about whether or not this is horrifying. We're not because this is horrifying. It's clear. It's clearly established. Um, I think what might also be happening here is, um, I you know, it's 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 very far from the horror genre. So I understand if you feel that a punishment is warranted. I'm I'm willing to accept it. Um, you willing to accept your sixth burden movie? Oh shit. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know what kind of punishment you thought was coming other than some horrendous piece of garbage like (laughs) Tromeo and Juliet. But, yeah. All right, fair enough, fair enough. Whatever. (laughs) Hey, I'll take it. I'll take it. I just, I I thought that it would be funny to do (laughs) the emoji movie as a fulcrum. Whatever he says, he's laughing. I thought it would be fantastic. So Uh, I will say that it looks about on par with the Angry Birds movie. That was actually successful. And looking at a sequel. Like, I thought I was expecting the kind of uh, animation level of, like, food fight. Do you know what movie I'm talking about, Nathan? I've, I've, no. there's something jogging my Have memory. You had the chance of meatballs? No, not, no, no, not, not that one. That's like an actual. 
That's a cute movie. Successful DreamWorks movie or something. Is that like a VeggieTales movie? It's like on yeah, VeggieTales and Food Fight. They have a very similar like horrendous animation quality to them. And that's what I thought this emoji movie was going to be. The saddest thing I think about this whole thing is that T.J. Miller is in there. Yeah, and Anna Faris. And you know that you know that like and Patrick. I'm sure Stewart. the money is well. Patrick Patrick Stewart is playing poop. Right. <laughs> yeah, it, it's a money thing, right? So, okay, give your worried or excited. Yeah, well, it's it's a worry. This, this thing looks awful. Yeah. Uh, Do we yeah, really so have to go through the whole? We're all worried, right? And yeah. Everybody's worried. Everyone's worried. Every... Piece of trash bag. Can I just say that that kid was gonna send her a meh? I mean, so I, rude. I get I get that he fucked it up, and then it turned into something else, and then it turned into this adventure inside of the phone world to try to correct himself. And, you know, be able to be a, a multifaceted emoji. But he was going to send her a meh. Yeah. And he was just going to tell another girl, you're like, whatever. If you want to blow me, I'll accept it. But I'm not, like, going to chase you. <laughs> I'm just saying, like, he was embarrassed. He was shy. He was about to send her something. Don't you think it would have been better if the main character was, like, a smiley face with a thumbs up or something? Like, I imagine a team of writers going back and forth. On what emoji it should be, yeah. and who the fuck, what the fuck emoji is his female cohort protagonist? It says that she's Jailbreak, so maybe she's like a character in an app video game or something. Jailbreak. The boardroom oh, lady's pretty scary though. She's like the hot seventeen and a half year old girl. Yeah. yeah. And there's and James Corden is high five. Mm-hmm. So here's what's crazy is that T J Miller. Just according to the news or according to, you know, whatever's in the interwebs, opted to leave Silicon Valley because he wants to work on more projects like the Emoji movie. Mm. Like, this is what I'm like. You're like in a super successful show on HBO and you're like, but it's taking up too much of my time. I need to be working on more stuff like Emoji. He sees the writing on the wall. I'm more, well, well, yeah, I mean, I, we, 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 it's I'm just like, well, TJ, what are you doing How much, how much? How much longer can Silicon go? He's got to take his shooting star and try to try to allow it to continue on its path, on its trajectory. He can do that after the season's over. Mm. Yeah, I don't, I don't actually really blame him for wanting to, like, hop out around yeah, season four or five yeah, of the show. It's, yeah, that's fine. when it's about, I mean, I get it, but. I don't know that his horizons are as bright no. as he thinks they are. And he probably means like, I wish I could do some movies. And it just mm-hmm. so happens that the emoji movie is the one that he's been doing in the background. Mm-hmm. Oh, this, looks, this looks tired. I don't think this doesn't seem like kids will even be into this, really. So everybody's worried. What, what about uh, what about the intern? Uh, let me just say I'm worried. This looks like a steaming pile of shit. Yeah. Okay. We've already said that intern. Thanks, though. Yeah. Thanks. A, thanks a bunch. <laughs> Yeah, real original content. Okay. Awesome. You believe we get a sixth burden movie for that shit? Yeah. Was it worth it? Yeah, totally. Okay. (laughs) Uh, Trailer number four tonight, Daniel, is a movie called Okja. Okja. <laughs> Is that Spell right? It. Spell it. Perfect. A-K-O-K-J-A. <laughs> Here we go. 
We needed a miracle. And then we got one. This beautiful and special little creature will be a revolution in the livestock industry. Our super pigs will not only be big and beautiful, they will also leave a minimal footprint on the environment, consume less feed, and produce less excretions. And most importantly, they need to taste fucking good. Miranda rescued Okja and bring her back to you. Ten years in planning, on the cusp of a product that will feed millions. And what happens? That farmer girl is going to destroy us. You should know the situation is not good. Each night before you go to bed. You have to tell all those little white lies. Ladies and gentlemen, put your hands together for the one, the only. This is dedicated to the one I love. This is dedicated to the one I love. Chelsea, worried or excited? God damn it. This movie is horrifying, but there's so many fucking people in it. The first 30 seconds, um, you're a bit slack jaw, just like staring at this CGI'd pig. Yeah, I was like, what is this <laughs> contemporary Puff the Magic Dragon? What is, yeah. what is going on here? Super pig. Super pig. Uh, that Asian girl looks like she's gonna fuck some people up, though. She looks really familiar, actually, and I don't know why. She's actually Paul Dano's uh, illegitimate child. Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> Wait, in the movie or real life? It was a joke. Oh, who's Paul Dano? The actor in the movie. The weird-looking guy. The guy from Swiss Army Man. <gasps> oh, I love him. He's part of the reason why I'm actually gonna say I'm excited for this movie. I don't against everything that I. I can't even speak. This movie is fucked up, and I think it's going to try and have this great message, but it's going to get lost in its nonsense. Well, it's the director of Snowpiercer. Oh, good. Which, which follows a similar sort of fate, even though I enjoy watching Snowpiercer. It does, its message does get lost in the absurdity. $50 million budget Holy shit. Net- Netflix movie. $50 million? $50 million. Million. Oh, yeah. Netflix dropped like six billion last year on just whatever. Like go nuts. Yeah, <laughs> if, if you were a movie director last year working for Netflix, you there was that that was it. That was the peak of movie directing. Just being handed tens of millions of dollars for <laughs> anything. Uh, that said, yeah, I think this deserves sort of a full on group discussion. It does a little bit. Since it starts off as what looks like a children's movie and then becomes a weird sci fi social commentary. 
My problem is that I side on the apparent villain. Tilda Swinton side? Yes. I fall on the villain side in this movie. So that's the only reason that I'm like, I'm excited, but I'm not rooting for the heroes. Did, um, well, we're not talking about the most important part of this whole thing. What is the most important part of this whole thing? Uh, well, it's it's about one of the actors that's in the movie. Oh. Steven Yeun. Oh. No. Fuckface. Gyllenhaal. Hey, hey, Jake! Hey! Jake! Jake Gyllenhaal is in this movie. My He's name... also about to be in some piece of trash about the Boston Marathon oh. guy that got his legs blown off. You mean the movie he's going to win an Oscar for? My name is Nathan, and I am a Gyllenholic. Is he in this? He's was just he... chasing an Oscar. That's why I don't. I'm not excited about. He's it. on. He he's on stage. He's the one saying, "Ladies and gentlemen, put your hands together." Hey, hey Jake. Hey, Jake. Hey, Jake. Hey, Jake. I didn't recognize him. Oh, that's wonderful. That's wonderful. You motherfuckers will be playing basketball in Pelican Bay when I get finished with you, Jake. <laughs> <laughs> I want to eat this super pig. <laughs> Looks delicious. I want some. It's like a hippo like, pig. Yeah, you just want some bacon. I just want some sweet ass new modern day bacon. This thing can solve world hunger and a handful of self-entitled living in their basement. Honey. They're just running around the streets. Look at us. We care about animals. Do you? Babe, what if Roxy could solve world hunger? If we like could kill her and eat her? Yeah. Hmm. What do we do? Honey. <laughs> no. <laughs> Honey. What? They, they had a whole breed of these things, it looks like. that this, this is not about... She can stay attached to the one that she made her pet and will eat the rest. Yeah, That's you, actually a part that I don't understand is why... How it got loose? How, yeah, how she grew this bond with it and why it seems to be like the only one why of its kind. Thing? Yeah. Right. I mean, and if, also, you, if you genetically engineer something, then you patent it and you own it and you can do whatever you want with it, yeah. including and sell kind it. Of and the argument it. that it's like a self-aware, conscious being super <laughs> pig. Well, then, yes, then, then the movie should be about, oh, my God, what do we do about the fact that we created artificial intelligence and new animals mm-hmm. and then we can make some other stupid thing to eat? Yeah, look at, look at the amount of meat on that fucking thing. No. I mean, that's crazy. You guys are making me sad. Really bank, like baked pancakes, like just huge slices of circular, succulent hippo bacon. And you're not, you're not innocent here, Chelsea. You eat bacon more than anyone that I know. And I feel terribly about it. (laughs) Pigs are very smart, like just regular pigs. You like they have this thing, and it's called a pig ball. And you, if you give it to them, they'll like push it around, and it'll increase their happiness which makes them taste better (laughs) the point is that i am excited about this yeah i'm i'm excited too but i but i see the asian girl as a terrorist (laughs) (laughs) just i think that it's gonna pull at my heartstrings in a in a nice way and i'm going to ignore the ludicrous you know nature of it okay right I'm also going to say I'm excited, obviously, because Gyllenhaal's in it. I also want to point out to Daniel that um, I think that Gyllenhaal may be on the right side here. I think he's... <laughs> of I th- history? No, I think he's the promotional stage man for Tilda Swinton. I think that he's on the other side. Oh, good. good. Yeah. So, that's good right there. Jay! <laughs> I need my money! 
All right, okay. Jake! Hey, Jake! Jake! I'm excited. Chillin' Hollick. Been strong. Yeah, yeah, no, we'll get to that. It'll be a fucking headliner, and we will we will all... Weep. And, uh, and come will be everywhere. Yeah. Thank you, intern. <laughs> oh, God. Damn it. Uh, intern. Classic uh, you. Classic intern. And was that... Was the official word from Chelsea? No, I said excited. Hmm. Just confused right. and excited uh, about some about excited about some super bacon. Yeah, a lot of confused <laughs> excited on this just one. Just exasperated, speechless, sad. Our final trailer of the lineup tonight, uh, what could possibly go down as the greatest lineup that we've ever had on Trailer Park Podcast, is uh, is uh, is another comedy. Uh, this is starring uh, Nick Offerman and Aubrey Plaza, Allison Bree, Dave Franco. Daniel, this is The Little Hours. Right at Bay's Alley. It's called Little Hours. Little Hours. Here we go. Beautiful morning, sister. Hey, don't fucking, fucking talk to us. Get the free. fuck out of here. Sister Ginevra. Sister Fernanda. Sister Alessandra. Sister Maria. These are your sins. Bling, bling, bitch. Do my own thing, bitch. Filthy conversation. Mind your own fucking business. Lustfulness. <laughs> Homosexuality. This is too tight. Did you roll your eyes? No. You were rolling your eyes. Wake up, little bitches. Let me show you how to live. You're insane. You've been so good. You're gonna get me fucking killed. Uh-huh. Bring me his goddamn balls. Preaching to you, little bitches. Did you hear what I said? These girls can be tough. I'm not gonna lie. They can be very tough. What is this shit? This is a turnip. That's not a turnip. It's shit. Who are you? Not fair. You're just stuck here with all these bitches. No! I had slept with another man's wife. Sometimes she would place her mouth around my sex. Yeah, well, that's sodomy. I thought sodomy was just when someone would penetrate the rear. That's also sodomy. Right. Did you do that? I, I did. Am I for love and oh, what is wrong with her? She is on drugs. All my hot girls with me. She longest list I've ever had. Apostasy, abusive language, heresy, reveling, eating blood. Do you think I've ever written down eating blood before? Where am I? Bling, bling, bitch, do my own thing, bitch. Fuck a wedding, bring that ding a ling You're a fucking rat. This is mad. I can't have a Bring that ding a ling was just a fling, bitch. What the fuck? Uh, Nathan, worried or excited? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, it's about it's about delivery. It's about delivery. I'm sorry. I mean, Plaza, the way that she delivers her lines in this trailer, John C. Riley, Dave Franco. You barely see Offerman, but you know he's gonna crush it. Allison Brie. Ah, fuck. How can you? How can you not give this like a flyer? Like even regardless, 
doesn't matter what it is or what it's based on or where it's going. It's a comedy with all those people in it, and they're crushing it, and it's really raunchy, and I think this will end up being better than The House. So if you say that you're excited about The House <laughs> and you're worried about Little Howers... You're obligated. Then you're full of shit, and I'm excited. I think that that probably rings true. Yeah, this has me excited in the same way that The House does, which is that this movie looks r- absurd... I can't really tell what it is. It's some sort of like hyper. There was no plot. Hyper no. raunchy female like, medieval times nunnery. Like I don't, I don't really. They're know. just gonna yell at each other and at other people the whole time. Could it? Could it be classified as horrifying? It, this probably could have fit in. Uh, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> He's too upset. It's too I think soon. It's, yes, I like everyone that's in it. So I will be saying excited because I want to see them for that. I'm hoping that there's at least a half dozen like fucking fantastic deliveries in this between all these people, hopefully. But I uh, wouldn't be surprised if I <laughs> lost points on this one excited. Amanda? Um, same. Uh, <laughs> I, I'm, I'm shocked at how little we got about a story or <laughs> no plot or anything other than we're just going to connect loosely the nuns yelling profanities at random people or trying to fuck them. Plot break. Chelsea? Um, a young servant fleeing from his master takes refuge at a covenant full of emotionally unstable nuns in the Middle Ages. Introduced as a deaf, blind man, he must fight to hold his cover as the nuns try to resist temptation. I don't think they're trying to resist. They're not anything. trying to resist anything. It's Dave Franco, right? He's like, deaf and blind. <laughs> he's pretending to be deaf oh. and blind. Um, I love Baby Franco though. Oh, yeah, me too. He's so much better than older Franco. And yeah, I like everybody in it. So what can you do but say, "Fuck it, I'm excited." Mm-hmm. Chelsea, fuck it, I'm excited. Yeah. That's all you can say. There's nothing. There's not enough in the trailer that you can grasp onto to say anything else. So if you like the people in it, if you laugh in the trailer at least once, then you have to go excited. Yeah, this kind of reminds me of like that show on Comedy Central. What's it called? Like Another Period or Time Period. It's from like the. It takes place in like the 1850s, but it has like Natasha Leggero and a bunch of these female comedians that are just acting raunchy as fuck for the time area time era in which they're in. So this has that super vibe to it as well. Oh, so yeah. all you can't talk about that. Excited, it's great. Well, have we have we heard from the intern? Intern, uh, let me just say mm. I'm so excited. <laughs> I thought it would be little boys. <laughs> That's. I'm, I'm sorry. <laughs> What? Well, putting little boys makes any movie more exciting to the intern. Oh, oh, little little hours, little boys. Oh, I get it. Okay, great. Oh. Daniel, Nathan, Amanda, Chelsea, intern, (laughs) welcome to the second part of Trailer Park Podcast. Getting back to rigid and spastic uh, penetration, Mm. what it means to each of us, how we feel about it being in the intro, 
and where we go from here. Amanda. Hmm, what? Uh, we're having a roundtable conversation about rigid and spastic penetration. What, do I, what does it mean to me? Yes. No. What does it mean to you? We already know that Daniel feels that it has something to do with missionary position. It's the only way we do it anymore. And, flu- <laughs> and fluids everywhere. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> yeah, it's, uh, it's what I look forward to every Tuesday and Saturday. That's what it means to me. Right. And when I, you know, come to climax, I pull out and just start jumping up and down on the bed as I'm coming. (laughs) (laughs) That's awful. (laughs) Okay. Um, The intern apparently has left us. Um, He's not here. Another betrayal? Anymore. Um, So he won't be able to host any of this tonight. I don't know how you ladies feel about um, the presentation of the burden list and the archive update, whether you feel it's just straight trash, you uh, know, if you want to all expendable, bring your f- own flavor to it. I think we could just skip it all together. Probably. I think half the audience has already stopped listening. <laughs> <laughs> well, what's, what's the idea here? There's a burden list. We, we try to shitty shit on each other with movies that we have to watch. Daniel's got what, what he's got, he's got some Hall. He's got some sci-fi. Still has Midnight Special cult on there. Stuff going on. He's got uh, some old school Disney, some Colossal, which you'll probably oh avoid God. but end up liking. And her. You have a stellar burden list. Wow, yeah. I wouldn't even Three call it a burden. Three of five. Wouldn't Three of five it, are great. Wouldn't even call it yeah, a burden. Yeah, spent the last many episodes clearing a lot of a drama. heavy burdens off that list. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's you true. Did get I was surprised to hear the reservation road came up, came down. That was, And little children. Yeah. Oh, yeah. There's been some heavy, dark uh, d- depression coming off of there. <laughs> Nathan um, hasn't been doing as well. No, mine mine is all a lot of red and brown hues. <laughs> um, yeah, bloody, um, poopy, yeah, traumas. Apparently, I'm going to six tonight as a punishment, so it's oh, wow. very <laughs> sad. So I may have two traumas walking out tonight. We'll Pol- see. So you've got poultry geist. Yeah. Night of the chicken dead. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Kung Fu Hustle. Mm-hmm. Session nine. Actually, Kung Fu Hustle I'm looking forward to. Yeah. Session nine, I think you will. Session nine might, might be all right, too. A quality horror movie, probably. Let Us Pray. I'm, is... I'm not afraid of Let Us Pray. I think I'm afraid of it. I think it'll be all right. It's, it's, it's kind of crazy, but yeah, I, I think you might appreciate it more than you think. Yeah. And Chasing Amy. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I'll... Uh, Amanda from last episode. Yeah. 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 And it's okay if you don't like it because it is flawed, but it's old school Kevin Smith when he didn't have very much money and there are things to say about it. Yeah. And it's full of uh, tortured Ben. Right. Yeah. Right. Tortured Ben. Somebody's got to invite me back into the group. I can't get back in the group on my own. <laughs> oh, you, you left the group? I left. There was too much Ben pictures? <laughs> no, I, I left. Because oh. I had a lot of feelings about my life. Oh, okay. But I'm ready were, for Ben. And there wasn't time for <laughs> random cock pictures. <laughs> <laughs> didn't want to fill your phone up with tragic Ben. No, it's it <laughs> a lot of tragic Ben this week. <laughs> um, yeah. So I think what we normally do is we go up first. So we, we go to six or possibly seven uh, tonight um, before going back down. That's kind of how it works. So. Um, Are you sure? Yeah. Who wants to go first? Well, I have zero way of presenting these to you tonight. So if you have some elaborate gimmick, by all means. I do have an elaborate gimmick. 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 I do have an elaborate gimmick. 
gimmick. Uh, in honor of Baby Driver tonight, Daniel. Oh, you've, you've put these together into a five-minute musical collage. <laughs> <laughs> you will have options with Baby in the title. Okay. <laughs> However, there is a catch. A possible deal. There are three movies with Baby in the title, and I can read the synopsis of those movies so that you can choose the one you want, but none of them will be from the horror genre. Or you can choose to add two movies to your burden list that also have Baby in the title, but they are both from the horror genre. So add two that are both horror, that'll give you something to look forward to watching on your burden list, or add one that is not horror and continue on your burdensome plight. Well done. Nice twist. Well done. And it is in my brain just Rolodexing through every possible baby horror movie I can think of. Uh, oh, God. also, August Osage County will not be offered as a backdoor for this episode. <laughs> this might have been the one episode that I took it. Tonight was the night. Um, like I, 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 just, I just don't trust you. <laughs> I'm going to go with one drama burden movie. <clears throat> Would you like to know what you gave up? Uh, was it the Emoji Movie and Baby Boss? Boss Baby. Boss Baby. <laughs> nope. No, it was a movie called Baby Blood. Uh, when a stranger creature crawls into a woman's uterus, she becomes a killer in order to feed the tiny terror growing within her. Baby blood. And the second one was Whatever Happened to Baby Jane from 1962, about a former child star tormenting her paraplegic sister in their decaying Hollywood mansion. Oh, yeah. I, 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 I saw that. I saw that movie when I was little. That's what you gave up. Yeah. Uh, well, so you can feel sad about that. The one time you didn't try to fuck me. <laughs> All right, your choice is tonight, straight up, straight up from synopsis. I'm being nice and transparent, so you can just choose the one that you think is the best. I also think you should, um, you know, consult with Amanda and allow her to have a little bit of input here. Uh, number one, the life of a super yuppie is thrown into turmoil when she inherits a baby from a distant relative. Mm. Number two, a close... Is that raising Helen? <laughs> <laughs> Number you raising Helen. No, it has, it has baby in the title. Oh, baby in the title. Okay, okay, okay. Number two, a close knit trio navigates the idea of creating life while at the same time being confronted with a brutal scenario that causes them to take a life. All right. Number three, an outlaw, a waitress, and her misfit neighbor come upon a baby in the midst of a car wreckage with his former partner in crime out to get him. The outlaw and his new friends put their lives on the line to protect the infant from danger. <clears throat> what do you think, babe? I'm leaning two. That's what you want, so just pick it. Number two. <laughs> Daniel, you've chosen Nasty Baby. <laughs> nasty Baby. <laughs> <laughs> I, have, I have never seen this, so you'll have to fill me in. <laughs> Great. It stars, surprisingly, Kristen Wiig. What? Christian yeah. Wig and Nasty Baby. Yeah, in a, in a movie written and directed and starring a gentleman named Sebastian Silva. And um, yeah, we're looking at, uh, what is that? Uh, like one one hour and four sixths of an hour. <laughs> it's two thirds. Is that a I'm going to need you to reduce your 1,200 meters of reel. <laughs> right, one, one hour and two thirds. Uh, one hour and two thirds. It came out in 2015. Poster has a... 
Uh, what looks to be like an artistically drawn picture of the bottom half of a baby's mouth with its tongue sticking out. So there you go. Nasty baby. <laughs> Nasty baby. Baby. <laughs> Nasty baby. There you go. He's... Do you have any way of presenting these options? I don't. We tried. I didn't want to do any of the ones we had done before, and I didn't really find anything that I liked. So you're just going to give them to him? Yeah. He's not going to do it right. I think I'm just going to give him the options. I think, and then you can weigh in as a persuader. Okay. <laughs> no, I'm going to, I'm just going to, wait. Wait, you, you want to you give the options to him? Okay. Your, your first option is a movie that I watch at least once per year. Usually two to three times per year. I'll take that one. well just for the sake of argument uh, the second one is one that i saw for the first time recently and enjoyed a lot i thought it was uh, a good time you you said it wasn't anywhere near as scary as it had been built up in your head yeah but that it was stupid and fun yeah correct Right. That's what I said. Still and siding, the last still one siding with number before. one. I know nothing about it. Mm, number one. <laughs> All right. This is our... This I think this is the one that, that Amanda wanted you to choose for sure. And I think this is the one that I also want you to choose. Uh, Alien Resurrection. There we go. It's so good. It's so, so, so Have good. Join the club it? of this no. is the best one in the franchise. Club. No, it's the only one I haven't seen, actually. <laughs> Have you seen AVP and AVP Requiem? No, I haven't seen those. Oh, oh, burden those. Those are different. Those are a whole <laughs> other thing. <clears throat> Alien 3, I think I've seen parts of it. And Alien and Aliens, I've seen all of. And, yeah, the new one I haven't seen. And Prometheus, I have. Resurrection is so good. It's yeah. just, it's so fucking weird. It's so weird. And fun. And then I cry a lot sometimes. Because of the fucking crazy weird emotional drama? Yes. Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. Oh my god, it's so good! Yeah, yeah. Resurrection's <laughs> got some, it, it, like on all fronts. Like on a, like a sci-fi front, it's crazy and awesome. On a goop front, it's crazy and awesome. On alien lore, it's oh, it's, it's awesome. Yeah. So, and that's starring Sigourney Weaver and the Shoplifter, right? Correct. Yes, yes. exactly. Yeah, the uh, <laughs> terrible crier from Stranger Things. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Oh, you mean uh, Black Swan's predecessor? Black is oh, that's right. Is she is she in there? Yes, yes, she's, she's yeah. like she's the, she's the one that ends up in the hospital because yeah, she gets whatever. She's yeah. the one that gets. She's like like the girl in Showgirls that gets thrown down the stairs by. Uh, <laughs> yeah, she's yeah, she's she's Gina Gershon. <laughs> yeah, in <laughs> Showgirls. <laughs> I couldn't remember her name. I was like brutal. That's a terrible. Ana- yeah, no, we're talking about Black Swan, but we'll do a Showgirls analogy. <laughs> it works. I understand because she's being replaced as the star. Right. Oh, Vera. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Gershon is totally the B movie version of Shoplifter. <laughs> Shop Shoplift Rider, we'll call her. <clears throat> awesome. So what comes down, Daniel? Uh what is coming down this time I watched Oh wait, do I, I get my do I get my punishment? Are you just like throwing something up? Oh yeah. I had like a backup in case you had seen like the third option tonight. So I'll let you decide which one of these two you want to be your extra punishment burden movie. You can choose between Cube or Splice. Big splice. I think you've seen both, no? I haven't seen either. You haven't seen Cube? No. Cube's short. It's Canadian. <laughs> <laughs> but it's also part of a trilogy, so expect more. <laughs> <sighs> 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 <sighs>
Well, I feel like either way he's going to try to keep putting those both of them up, of them up right? Mm-hmm. So it doesn't really matter. No. What, which one do you want? more than one splice? Have no, you, there's have, not one more, but, but those two do. Have like you seen when Splice? I, I haven't seen Splice. I've seen Cube. Well, let's do Splice so we can watch it together. Oh, that's so nice okay. of you. Right. <laughs> <laughs> splice, please. Splice. Is that I Ethan, like is that Splice. Ethan Hawke is in Splice? No, 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 no. Can, no, I, no. can no. I keep doing this where I just do fulcrums? That are ridiculously off base and then just get more burden movies? <laughs> I guess. It's that guy. He's in some of the <laughs> movies with the face. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, yeah. That guy. No, he's in some of the, the what are those movies? The, the guy with the face. What are they called? We know. We know Let who you're talking you, about. get you, Amanda. Yeah. Hey, hey, Jay. Adrian hey. Brody. Brody, Jay. yeah. He's there got we a go. weird face, and he's in all those nose. movies. Yeah, you didn't want to say he has a gargantuan nose. That's what it is. <laughs> it's not just his nose, though. It's his whole face that's weird. I guess that means, because Alien Resurrection, there's AVP and AVP Requiem. But then over on the Predator side, Predators came out with Adrian Brody. Did you ever see that one, Nathan? I have not seen Predators, no. I went to the theater by myself and watched it because he wouldn't go with me. That's not true. It's true. Did you walk out and go, eh. Yeah. Did yeah. you go? Did you go meh? But you screwed up the man, and it ended up being like a <laughs> face. Yeah, and then T.J. Miller screamed at you for thirty minutes. <laughs> <laughs> when we fail to go meh, what's what's coming down, Daniel? Uh, what's coming down is that these emojis have this technology that scans them every time they need to be used, but they can't just make like a facsimile of themselves like a picture that gets scanned what are you talking about you watch the computer wore tennis shoes i don't get that this (laughs) (laughs) i'm having a technicality discussion about the emoji movie computer computer wore tennis shoes (laughs) yes i thought that i had done pretty good the last couple of shows so i treated myself this time i watched me some super young kurt russell in the computer wore tennis shoes, 1969 Disney movie. It was it was way older than I than I thought it was. I thought it was late 70s. This is the first movie in the Dexter trilogy, correct? Oh, is there a Dexter trilogy? Yeah. So there's the computer wore tennis shoes, and then the computer. No, then it's just Dexter Riley doing different things, like <clears throat> strongest man in the world or some shit. You Wait, chose. So, so th- the so com- there are movies that take place in the middle of this movie because he loses his well, computer abilities. It's the Dexter Cinematic Universe. We'll call it the DCU. Yeah. Okay. So in this movie, and this, and this this is like it's such a bizarre Disney movie just in general because it's not. You think like okay, there's a young boy. Uh, he has like a weird freak electrical accident with a computer in that super stereotypical movie sort of way. He inherits the powers of a computer. So it's like Freaky Friday. Right, like Freaky Friday or Teen Wolf or something. Wouldn't you expect that the majority of the movie would be like how him being a computer messes up his relationship with his girlfriend or makes hanging out with his dumb buddies kind of bad? It'd almost be like a Flowers for Algernon sort of thing. But no, instead the majority of this movie is about him being abducted by gangsters and forced to pick horses until they think that he knows too much about their organization and he has to be fucking murdered. That's the plot of this movie. Who has to be murdered? Yeah. They talk about what? murdering this young boy openly and like callously about tying a rock to his feet 
And do you think 250 feet deep is deep enough in the lake the cops won't find him? Like, there's a whole couple of scenes about murdering Kurt Russell in this Disney movie. Um, that said, Kurt has always been Kurt. Even how, how old is he in this movie? Like 20? Maybe 19? Hmm. Let's see. He's because he's very young in this movie. He definitely looks high he school, was, age, maybe college. He was born in 1951, so that would mean <clears throat> yes. that he was 19. Yeah, or 18 even. So yeah, he looks young, but he's still fucking Kurt. He's still got it. He is still the most attractive, most charming, wittiest person in the room by far. He's right. He's 18. Like he's just got it. And he's and his humor even seems like ahead of its time for the movie that it's in because he's cracking these like subtle jokes to different girls that are in the movie and then everybody else is just like, oh, that's swell. That's real swell. And you're like, no, no, he made a way smarter joke than you're giving him credit for. But uh, so yeah, the, the plot is... He he works for. Uh, what are you sending all these photos for? <laughs> Those are the um, the other installments of the Dexter Cinematic Universe. Now you see him. Now you don't. <laughs> and it's about uh, an invisible spray. A chemistry student inventing a a spray that makes him invisible. That's and, the real poster for it. Yeah, and the and the strongest man in the world. So there are two other movies where he has <laughs> other incidents that happen to him to make him superhuman that don't involve being turned into a computer? Correct. Whoa. <laughs> now I kind of have to go find these movies. I feel like I have to own this trilogy now. At first, this movie was just like a weird Kurt Russell containing like way too dark for what it should be Disney movie. Now I feel like they need to be owned. Dexter Riley, man, he's he's the shit you've just said. He's like you're you're sitting here fascinated by Kurt Russell's charisma, talking about like no, he is way funnier and smarter than anyone's giving him credit for. I love him. He's like an 18 year old that's going out into the world, about to become a movie star, and he was almost a baseball player as well. He, he fucking he walked out into the world and he owned it. Kurt Russell said, "Get down on your hands and knees, world, and beg me to be a part of you." It's, it's it's so weird. The whole thing is that he like tries he has to go get a piece for the computer that his university just got. And when he and the universe the room that they have the computer in is like full of leaks and it's like raining and everything's covered in water. And he installs the part and then he electrocutes himself and he becomes as smart as a computer. But the part that freaked me out was that whenever the doctors or anything like look inside of his head through his ears, there's like computer parts <laughs> inside of his brain. That's awesome. Which does like why? Why can't he just be like, oh, I just got zapped and I'm super smart and I'm like confused with all this computer knowledge? No, like like they physically replace his brain with like a computer. It's very strange. And then there's like mobsters was... and there's casino like racketeering. This was pre superhero world. Even in the comic world, it wasn't really a big deal, right? Like this is Disney playing around with superhuman concepts. Yeah. Yeah. And so that's that's why I was shocked that there was two other movies because at the end of this movie, he's competing in like a collegiate knowledge bowl and he's struggling because he's starting to lose his computer powers. And by the end of the movie, he's like totally done. They doesn't have any powers anymore. And he's just normal going, you know, he's going back to hitting on girls all the time. So like there's two other movies with two completely other incidents in which he somehow tragically befalls some sort of superhuman. Okay. Great. I have to see these now. Awesome. There you go. <laughs> it was fun. I liked it. Awesome. It sounds good. Are you burdening back? Uh, Are you taking me on this journey with you? Hmm. I don't know about that. Because then, I'll, I, I'll, then I'll you'd be on. adding three. 
No, I'm not going to add three. No, no, no. I may just like use it in the future, maybe as, as a burden option, but no, I don't think so. Well, this is, uh, I don't know. You're, you're very afraid to use this burden back option. It's because I, I'm waiting for one that's just like, you don't know what you just fucking did. <laughs> yeah, just like a fuck you. I think if you watched this, you'd probably have the same feeling. You'd be like, oh, it's cool to see Kurt. Movie's kind of weird. All right. Okay. Fair enough. Would you like to know what's coming down for me? Yeah. What'd you watch this time? Is Amanda there? Yes, she is. Yeah, I'm here. Let's let's do this, Amanda. Let's chase Amy. Let's chase Amy. So okay. why did why did you want me to watch this? Um, this was a reprieve that was given as a gift yeah. <laughs> from Amanda after having to endure the um, god awful burden that is my list. Um, I would like. I feel like it would have spoken to me more if I was struggling with my sexuality. Sure, but You're you not. love Tragic Ben. I do love Tragic Ben. <laughs> this is the I, beginning of Tragic Ben. Yes, and I love. I do like how Daniel gives kind of a summary of of plot outline and, and what happens in the movie. So that's what I've done tonight. Is I've just kind of made a few pointers here for myself. That uh, first of all, Jason Lee. Um, you you forget that these people all kind of came up together with Kevin Smith in a way, you know. Right. Mm-hmm. But Ben Affleck and Jason Lee. Our comic book writers, although that really is just a peripheral detail that has no impact on the outcome of events whatsoever, but they are opening up at a Comic-Con, and they meet Joey Lauren Adams, and old Benny Boy wants a taste, but she, taste. Doesn't, she doesn't want penis at all. She is a lesbian. <laughs> um, ben... Have your imagination, if you will. <laughs> ben continues to pursue, and some old school classic masterful montage sequences help establish a friendship between joey and ben while jason lee uh spews some 90s style um ignorance every time he used the word like yeah yeah every time he used the word faggot or dyke it oh, you, felt, haven't, you haven't ditched that dyke yet yeah yeah every time he said faggot and dyke he really owned it and it, <laughs> he laid into those hard he, consonants. He fucking did. He laid into it. And it felt strange to me. Like Kevin Smith would have caught some serious heat on social media if Chasing Amy came out now instead mm-hmm. of then. Uh, yeah, that's it's amazing that that kind of like fucks with your ability to to appreciate certain things in movies. Because you're like, ooh, wow. That would be, you'd be just like, as he was doing it, I was like, ooh. Ooh, the blowback. The blowback would be intense. Oh, buddy. Whoa. It's a $500 ticket these days. Exactly. Um, Things get a little messy as uh, Ben falls in love and convinces Joey to put being a lesbian on hold. What? They have a scream at each other in the rain fight over her past when she enjoyed multiple penises at the same time. After Uh, they were at a hockey game. Right. Yeah. No, and the hockey game actually looked half decent, too. It didn't look... (laughs) Poor. Well, because that's the thing about movies. Like even Manchester by the Sea, the K- Casey Affleck movie that he won Best Actor for, you can tell. Like, the kid that they've got playing the the nephew, he, he comes skating over. And, and to a Canadian, you're like, he does not fucking know how to skate at all. That is fucking bullshit. So, <clears throat> as a Canadian, you're like calling people out for the hockey all the time. Are we? Yeah, I am. Chelsea is. Every movie where there's there's hockey in there, she's like rolling her eyes. (laughs) (laughs) But in Chasing Amy, the hockey actually looked passable. It wasn't offensive at all. So I was like, okay, I appreciate that. (laughs) But um, 
I mean, I, I don't know that they would be out watching a game in the wooden stands. It, it looked like a really low-level hockey game, but whatever. <laughs> like a local, like yeah, yeah, like yeah, yeah. <laughs> like like beer league. Like, like you wouldn't go there unless your nephew was playing. Yeah, 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 yeah. Family members only. Yeah, basically. <laughs> but Ben feels inadequate, so he suggests a three-way between his homophobic friend and Joey, which ultimately fails, as does their chances of remaining together. I would also like to point out that I have never really enjoyed Jay and Silent Bob at all, but found myself doing so in this one. It was an interesting, oh, there's Jay and Silent Bob. Yeah, they used a little more. Well, yeah, they're only in the movie for like eight minutes. Yeah, but it was a nice reprieve. Right, it was. From the the yelling match that took place in the ring, because Chelsea's passed out in the bed, and I'm like lowering the volume because they're just (laughs) laying into each other. Like screaming at each other outside in the parking lot, like, "Well, Peter's, yeah, I did fuck him." And <laughs> okay, all right, okay. Not to you, not to anyone. <laughs> yeah, so I mean, I get it from a '90s perspective. I I understand. I don't think this movie would have the success or get the same ratings that it got then as it would get now. And I do see. Um, I think Amanda already said earlier that. Uh, that Kevin Smith was learning, and that's also evident. And uh, Tragic Ben is also learning, that's also evident. But there's nothing offensive about it. It's, it's you know, much better than anything I've watched off the burden list in quite some time. I want to hear what Amanda has to say. Uh, yeah, so I, I knew you probably weren't going to be, like, super on board for it because it is very dated. It's, it is. It's sort of, it's trapped in a in a time where it's, it, I mean, it's not acceptable anymore, the way these characters talk and the, some of the the way the themes are addressed. Um, and so I get it. I was prepared for a, like, a meh at best review. Um, <laughs> but what I will say is, yes, like, they Kevin Smith did a lot with very little. Like, I've, I've heard him in interviews talking about how, you know, he only got, they could only do, like, one take of a lot of stuff because they didn't have the money, you know? So it it, it is what it is. And I think they, for the time, accomplished a lot with the money that they had and the time they had. But at the same time, I think that like the very core themes, if you strip away the like homophobia-ness of it and just get down to the, you know, inherent jealousy that people have, some of it is timeless and it strikes a chord with me and that's why I really like it and I, I hold on to it as one of my favorite movies um, because I, I like the, the, the tragic ending, the... I couldn't get over this thing about this person that I loved and I let it destroy us. And I think that happens to a lot of people. So that's why, that's why I like it. And I love tragic Ben. (laughs) (laughs) Would, would the thing that killed this be a, be a, a, um, a game ender now, now, like, like Amanda, if you found out something about Daniel that was similar to what Ben found out about Joey, would that be a uh, a game changer? No, but it probably would have been if 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 I was still in my like mid twenties. Oh, okay. You know, like I'm I'm a, I'm a grown up now. I don't care what you've done. Yeah, and we already have a term for that like sensation, which is Seinfelding. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like when you do something that's so disturbing, it like ruins the way that you feel forever. I think that's like a core component of like a classic Seinfeld episode. Well, you can you can we take that term. 
you, you can take this movie many different ways. I mean, because of our relationship to Ben Affleck now. I mean, at the time, when you watch it in the 90s and 97 or whatever, Affleck really hasn't established himself. So it's a totally different experience. But now, knowing Ben and knowing how tragic he is, you tend to have a bit more fun with it. And you start <laughs> to, you know, like, come on, Ben. All right. You got her to come back over to the hetero side. And, uh, you know, then you found out that you weren't the first penis. And uh, then you were a dick about it. And you were a dick about it. Yeah. yeah. Didn't, he wasn't even mad that she lied. You know, it wasn't like you you lied to me and now I don't trust you. It was a, I can't believe you had two D's at once. Yeah. That's like <laughs> the movie Crush. Or it's not that she cheated. It's like, did, did he make you come? Right. <laughs> it was about his inadequacy. He even admitted that. And then he tried to bring his friend into it to suck on his dick. It was weird. It was very weird. weird. It was like, and, and my my favorite part of the whole movie is when Jason Lee is like, okay, I'll do it. Yeah. I'll do it. Intern moment. Like. And, then, and then she says, no, I'm not fucking doing that. And he goes, he goes, oh, thank God. <laughs> it's got to be the best part because I'm like, really, dude? <laughs> you're willing to fuck your friend? Yep. Like D on D, you're willing to go there just to save your friendship. That's uh, the D train. That's a game changer for me. I got to tell you, if that was the proposal, I'd be like, okay, well, I'm out. Um, see you guys later. <laughs> or not. <laughs> Still, Great. nice reprieve. Yep. Yes. No, I appreciate the reprieve. <laughs> and now you're back. And now we're back. With Alien Resurrection, it's right, right. Oh, I'm excited about this. I'm excited about what happened to my burden list tonight. Um, both of them, actually. I'm okay with it. <clears throat> yeah, a little sci-fi theme tonight. <laughs> I'm like punishment. <laughs> More options. That's <laughs> uh, good. Let's see here. Um, so we're gonna do an impromptu um, archive update in his absence, just really quickly. Yeah, you can just cut him in. Oh, can we later, just address right? the fact that the intern is not here? Well, he left. Yeah, he left. Oh, right, he left. Right, right. yeah, yeah. Yeah, he was He's, here. He was here. Can you confirm earlier. you're no longer here, intern? Mm-hmm. Perfect. <laughs> yeah. Uh, give me a number, Amanda, from 2 to 14. 12. <laughs> uh, they say no, and I give it to them anyway. Like getting an update. Like getting an update. You make me feel. Like digging through the archives. Update me, update me, update you. Give you an update. Okay. That's beautiful. It is beautiful. So the archive update is number 46. Uh, It appears to have been Star Wars The Force Awakens, Sisters, He Never Died. Joy and Hateful Eight. Was I on this episode? No. Yeah. Well, goodbye, y'all. Have a good one. <laughs> what? I'll be fast. I promise. Um, so yeah, Force Awakens. He says a bunch of bullshit here. We're not going to read it. Uh, excited, excited, excited. Uh, we all get a point. Um, sisters, Daniel and I both said worried. Intern said seven minutes of laughter worried, and everybody got a point. Two, two, two. Because oh, it was bad. Uh, yeah. That was, that, the was so that was the Polar Faye one? Yeah. Yeah, yeah Polar Faye, yeah. Ooh, foreshadowing. Yeah, two-hour SNL skit. Um, he Never Died. What's that? That's Henry Rollins. Daniel's actually seen this. Yeah. Um, uh, Daniel and I were both excited. 
intern says seems like a soap opera worried classic intern uh oh he did he did write by us uh, he gave us both points and he didn't give himself one so three three two uh-huh yeah because it was better yeah it was just, it, it puttered out at the end but the first two-thirds is awesome well rollins carries things because of his energy and his yeah presence. he's intense yeah he is intense uh joy starring uh uh, Jennifer Lawrence and everybody else that stars in David O. Russell movies. Um, <laughs> Cooper. Nathan was soulless, empty, worried. Daniel, not on board, worried. Intern, same cast in all the O. Russell movies, worried. And we all got a point. Four, four, three. All right. I've I've seen it, and it's not bad, but I also don't give a shit, so whatever. Yeah, it's a meh. It's about a woman making a mop. What do you want? <laughs> okay. Yeah, I'm sure it passes the Bechdel test. Whatever. Sal, giving, giving I'm sure it doesn't. True purpose to women's lives forever. <laughs> it's terrible. Um, so, Hateful Eight. Um, Nathan was excited. Daniel was excited. Oh, wait. I was excited to complete the synchronicity. Daniel was excited on Kurt Russell alone. Yeah, you've got a thing with Kurt Russell. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it, babe. Your love for Kurt Russell is yeah. pervasive. In turn, Tarantino is one of the best excited... Although this is his second worst movie after Death Proof. Okay, whatever. That's and he we, gave points. He gave it a plus two? He gave it a plus two, yeah. He can f- go fucking die in a hole. Okay, well. Hey, he probably will. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so we all got points. So Nathan and Daniel uh, aced the episode 5-5 five, five, and intern came in second with a fourth. Jesus. Oh, man, aced it. That is fucking yeah. sweet. 5-5-4. Five, five, what, what, uh, what do you give... Uh, uh, the hateful movie. What do you get? A plus one, Nathan? Zero. Uh, yeah. I, no, I wouldn't give it a zero. I'd give it a plus one. It's it's pointless. It's the same uh, shit that he's ever done. Yeah. It's not has no rewatch value. But it's Tarantino. And Quentin Tarantino's an asshole. Tarantino making. I, 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 I give it like a, a, a plus one because I duck out after Russell dies. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's, yeah. It's. Yeah, I, 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 I have to agree with Chelsea. Like, I mean, it's hard for me to say it's a zero because it's well made and like well acted and blah, blah, blah. But yeah, at the same time, like, I do not want to watch that movie again. It's so long. There's that super long, terrible sequence with Samuel L. Jackson in the snow with the guy who he makes suck his dick that like really bothers me. And yeah, it's just it's literally the same shots, not even just. Uh, yeah, fuck, fuck Quentin. It's filmed. <laughs> His name in... is Quentin. Yeah. Yeah. It was filmed in 70 millimeter. Mm. Yeah. Mm, super pretentious. Mm. Yeah, no, you could give it a zero out of spite and I'd be okay with it. I'm perfe- perfectly fine with people saying it was unnecessary because it probably was. But at the same time, I don't know. I'm kind of in the Tarantino's established himself with his own kind of movies. He so. created a genre. Not really. He kind of took other genres that already existed and and pretended that he could do them better. Yeah, blended them together in this mishmash, and then everybody calls it a Tarantino movie. But it's really just a fanboy of all these different things, and he's just putting them all together. He can't even yeah. spell Inglorious or Bastards. And he doesn't really know what he's doing with Kurt Russell either, because Death Proof is <laughs> Death Proof is Tarantino's worst movie, <clears throat> and it has Kurt Russell as a main character. Yeah, how do you take one of the greatest men that has ever walked the face of the planet and put him in your two shittiest movies? No. Wow. I mean, I mean, he's probably number one on Daniel's list for, you know, crossing the line. Right. Dudes that I wish I was and or wish were my father or grandfather. Or, or that you were having sex with. Would yeah. have sex mm-hmm. with. That's right. I, I don't know about that. 
No. You wouldn't That's give like Kurt. Honest, my dad. With you, that facial hair? You wouldn't give Kurt a blowjob? I would fuck Kurt's like beard. <laughs> 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 Not the man. Though. You wouldn't, uh, you know, just kind of play around with him in the bed with a bone tomahawk? No. I want to like be part of his hockey team or <laughs> fighting the thing with him. You know, right. like it's a very childlike. Adoration. Adoration. Thank you. Yeah. Okay. All right. Okay. Anybody have anything else they want to uh, air out before we walk on? What did we watch? We watched something that we didn't really enjoy, right? Yeah, we did. What was that? The movie that you can never remember the title of. What was it, Daniel? Oh, it comes at night. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> it was bad? Fuck. No, it wasn't bad, but nor was it good. Damn and it. it wasn't about anything coming was, at night. Nothing at came all. at night. It, it was it was part of this whole like highbrow horror movement, which I don't have inherent you know, I don't have a problem with per se, except when the movie doesn't go anywhere and feels no. like it's forever long, but apparently it was only ninety minutes. <laughs> yeah. So that's that's like three out of the last three A twenty four films that yeah. I've seen that have kind of really puttered out or just middled out. And so now I've got to be a little bit more careful about when I see that cool concepts that they just don't do anything with yeah that's especially upsetting for me because i was too afraid to watch the trailer and then i came in i should have been worried yeah there's it's literally just a disease movie yeah yeah Hmm. yeah that's disappointing i'm sad well that's the problem with trailers though i mean i've I've recently read i mean this kind of um kind of takes our whole podcast and throws it in the garbage but i was gonna say uh yeah like the psychology of trailers and how they have uh there's some directors that feel that trailers should just be thrown away completely there there might be something to that but but then again i will say that the parts in the trailers that they include are the really good parts of the movie like the the main character like that that young black kid he uh has these like crazy nightmares and like weird daytime hallucinations and like all of that stuff is like super intense and like really well filmed. The the only issue with the movie is it just doesn't really do anything. Yeah, it's well acted. It's it's shot well filmed. Well. Yeah. yeah, it's just I well one 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 of the things that were was brought up in the article I was reading was that um, there are some directors that have it written into their contract that they have control over the trailer part of it and some that do not. And most of the time, apparently, they don't have control. Which is why you get trailers that don't at all capture what the movie is. Right. And there's some animosity between the directors and the uh, production studio over what the trailer is trying to portray. So much so that they will go and publicly state that they don't appreciate it, which probably gets them in trouble. But Or causes a rift between that specific production studio and that director. But. I don't know. I I love the trailer. I love trying to find great trailers. I just also do see that side of it, that it would piss me off if if I made a movie and everybody made assessments based on a trailer that somebody else made about my movie. Right. I get that. So Or gave my entire movie away. Yeah, like revealed information that ruined people's ability to really sit down and, and be smacked in the face by certain things, right? That's why I think I'm so impressed by Colossal because you go in there thinking that it's this specific thing and they don't give away the movie in the trailer. It's really cool. Like hide it. Yeah, yeah, but the trailer also makes you feel like they are giving it away, which is also weird. So, it's very yeah. weird. 
But I mean, Anne Hathaway's in it, so fuck that movie, right? Mm. (laughs) Oh, burn. (laughs) It's fine. It's fine. But um, yeah, I I don't know. Have we seen anything, Chelsea? No. No? Nothing? (laughs) That was appropriate. You should have (laughs) continued. Right. Well, that said, I mean, you, you were all witness to it tonight. One of the greatest lineups that we've ever had on Trailer Park Podcast. Uh, thank you all for joining us tonight. And thank you for everyone that participated. Um, we, we thank the Lord for this meal that we're about to eat. Um, <laughs> blessed. Blessed be Blessed he be the fruit. Who mm-hmm. once, That's what we watched. Once walked on. What did we watch? The Handmaid's Tale. Oh. We're watching. Yeah, we're watching a TV show. Handmaid's Tale. Handmaid's Tale. Handmaid's Tale. Get Hand, it, girl. Handmaid's Tale. <laughs> very uh very good actually about uh mermaids www.sadsackstudios.com trailerparkpodcast.com at tparkpodcast at 100 lunatics fuck you intern I bid you all adieu and wish you a night full of terrified nightmares that's so nice I hope you can't sleep tonight. I'm going to fucking pound you so hard. (laughs) Oh my God, intern, you're back. (laughs) We're going to make crazy money. I don't know.